All right. Well, welcome back to the Notre Dame Hounds podcast. I am your host, as always, Jamie Nugabauer, and I'm extremely thrilled to be joined on the pod by the 20-year-old, the grizzled vet out of nowhere. It seemed like yesterday he was a young kid, and now three years later, whatever it is, he's an old man. It is Carson Bayless. Carson, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Uh, Carson, first question for you. Uh, tell me about your off-season. I know you're uh, a budding entrepreneur, businessman, salesman. Uh, just tell the people at home what you did this summer. Uh, yeah, so I got a really cool opportunity to uh, work with a company, um, kind of gain some cool like business communicational skills and I guess sales skills as well. And uh yeah, basically became a knife salesman for the summer. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. And uh, full full disclosure, like Carson sold me a couple knives, and I'm really happy with them. He did a great job. Uh, so how can people get a, get in touch with you or, or find you, whatever, if they're looking to buy knives? <laughs> um, yeah, I got an Instagram account, so that's probably the easiest way, um, <laughs> at Knife Salesman Bayless. Um, but really, anyway... Um, Shouldn't be too hard to uh, get in touch with me, but yeah, they're pretty sweet. <laughs> there you go. Hey, dangerous, dangerous words. Uh, shouldn't be too difficult to get in touch with me. Uh, there you go. Uh, you know, Carson, I got to ask you, you know, obviously, uh, you know, not a bad at all rookie campaign for you with Kindersley a couple of years ago. Um, bit of a slow start, I'm sure slower than you had hoped uh, with Kindersley last year and uh you know it kind of came up that, that you were dealt here i guess just walk us through now that you're able to see it through clear eyes i guess how that all how that all came about uh yeah so i i mean there's not too much to say you know like you said probably kind of got off to a bit of a slower start out, out there in uh, kindersley and uh you know the team team wasn't doing too well and i i don't know i think just kind of got pulled into the office you know and Found out, found out the news, and was really excited from the get-go, and got to play with one of my, well, if not my best friend, uh, Dane Probe, and uh, so that that was really exciting to to do that, and then came here, and um, you know, got was was close with the boys, you know, obviously I missed the guys back in Kindersley, missed the billets, had an awesome billet family, um, but you know, really liked the you know the dorm atmosphere and everything that uh, Notre Dame was kind of about, and uh, was really able to just kind of get comfortable and. Uh, yeah, I guess start put, putting the puck in the net. So it it was awesome. Yeah, I was I was really happy with how that all kind of played out and mm-hmm. how that that worked. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? Obviously, scoring goals was maybe the the biggest thing that everybody was kind of able to see uh, around the league and, and watch that kind of happen. Especially right at the beginning, it felt like every game it was kind of another one. You know, I guess just talk about maybe your philosophy on scoring goals. Uh, you know, has it been something that you've always done, you know, minor hockey and, and growing up and, and whatever, or is it, or is it something that's kind of developed later and, and what it's, what are, what's kind of your, some of your personal philosophies around it? Uh, yeah, you know, I just, just try and, and work on it, you know, a lot, all the time, you know, I love going to the, uh, the shooting range, uh, facilities that we have here. Um, I've always, you know, tried to be kind of one of the you know, top top point guys trying to put the net, put puck in the net as uh, as much as physically possible. Um, but yeah, I think just over the years, just kind of developing those skills. And you know, obviously, I'm not the biggest guy out there, so gotta gotta make for, up for that somehow. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Uh, I was on uh, an interview relatively soon after you arrived, and and people asked me, oh, what what's what 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 do you see when you when you watch Carson play? And one of the things that I saw actually was 
was uh, that I that I was kind of able in 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 that specific area in the goal scoring area all sorts of ways that you're different from this guy. But Elliot Dutille was a guy that obviously you played against uh, as part of the Clippers when he was with Notre Dame, and he put in 36 goals and and just kind of found you know those dead areas and seemed like he was in the right place at the right time all the time. And and then you know lo and behold, it just felt like you were able to sort of find those areas and be in the right place at the right time. And and again, I I also went on to explain a bunch of different ways that you were different than than Elliot. Uh, but um, you know, I guess just just talk about you know the way that you see the ice, you see opportunities because you talked about not being, you know, the biggest guy, but, uh, you know, you, you seem like it's never been a problem, too, in terms of being in the right position and, and doesn't seem like defensemen, you know, are, are, are canceling you out too much. Um, yeah, you know, like, honestly, there's a, a lot of things that um, go into it, I guess you could say, you know, is just, just capitalizing on, uh, on your opportunities, you know, that's huge. Um, but also, you know, playing with two guys that, you know, can move you the puck really well and, and find you in those open spots, you know, I think that's that's kind of one of those things where you can kind of feed off your line mates, um, and that that really helps out a ton as well. Um, but really, yeah, I think just the, the most important things are, would just be to uh, to work on burying, you know, finishing every time in practice, and, uh, and then that's going to kind of trickle into the games, and then using your line mates, um, as much as possible and kind of maximizing those guys. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, one of the things that obviously ha really helps you is your speed. You're you're definitely a quicker guy out there, and that seems to, you know, obviously help you. As, as, as You know, that sounds like an obvious thing to say, but then on top of that, you know, you play a lot of your games on the biggest ice surface uh, in the SJ. You know, just talk about, uh, you know, practicing and playing on this ice surface uh, where on one hand, you know, I think about forwards can get lost and their danger is negated a little bit because they're in areas that the defensemen, if they're positioned properly, don't really have to worry about a player as much. Whereas maybe you're in LaRange or Flin Flon, you know, you're always kind of in a dangerous spot. You could score from, from anywhere. Uh, so, so on one hand, like reading the ice, understanding the difference between, you know, scoring goals and playing offense here versus maybe in some of the smaller rinks uh, around the league. You know, just just talk about that, I guess, adjustment. Uh, not that Kindersley's ice is that small, but uh, just talk about that adjustment too. Um, yeah, I really enjoy, you know, home games, playing playing on the rink. Um, it's pretty awesome. You know, you got a little bit more time and space, so you can kind of have that extra extra second to make that decision you know obviously it's a little tougher on the cardio with the with the <laughs> yeah. big ice service but uh but you kind of get used to that and accustomed to that pretty quickly um you know and then playing in those small small ranks like you said you know there's you know positives and negatives to it you know obviously you don't have to do as much skating uh but you know you're you got to make decisions quick you know fast or you're going to be ran through the boards pretty quickly so yeah. um yeah just kind of taking advantage of both scenarios i guess you could say yeah, and you know, you mentioned you know being uh, run through the boards. You know, I, again, I I mentioned it before where I felt like uh, you are a bit of a problem for defensemen because you're quick, but also you're you think the game through, you know, really well. It doesn't seem like you get drilled too much or you get stuck in a pile in the corner too much. Not that you're not, you know, you're working hard and you're forechecking, you're doing all the hard work, but. Um, you know, it doesn't seem like they catch you too often either. Uh, is is that something that you also pride yourself on being able to, you know, to read the game, to study the game, and to find those, you know, those areas that you know you can be successful? Because everybody, 
uh, and you know, obviously, you're not a Saskatchewan guy yourself. Says the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League is this tough, mean, big, physical, you know, league. Yet you've been able to be successful. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and every once in a while, you know, you got to soak one of those big yeah. hits and and get ran into the boards. But it's all yeah. about kind of bouncing back and, um, you know, kind of like I said, you know, if you're not not the biggest guy, sometimes you gotta capitalize on your strengths and it, whether that's being fast or having quick hands, uh, whatever that might be. But just you know, kind of utilizing those um, so so that you can kind of take advantage of maybe those bigger, slower D-man out there. Um, but, yeah, you just got to be tough and bounce back up when you do take <laughs> yeah. those hits, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you, you know, you, sco- you scored all sorts of goals last year, ones from range, ones in tight, ones that were, you know, you take a big hit right after you score it. Some, you know, two-on-ones, three-on-ones, some beautiful ones. You know, I think about uh, in LaRange, you scored a really nice uh, – Odd man rush goal in, in Yorkton. You scored a really nice odd man rush goal. Uh, I don't remember if it was the game winner, or the game tying goal on the power play against Estevan against your old buddy there. You were saying I remember the interview with uh, Cam Hurdlicka there that you you got one on him uh, here and 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 you know it seems like you're able to score goals in all sorts of different ways and and that's important and that you know that brings me to the the present time and you know it's a different year for you I guess in that you're here from training camp. You're here from the off. You know, you have a bunch of guys around you that you know from last year. There's a pretty strong remaining core. Like, that's not something that I'm very used to, Notre Dame. You know, it seems like every year there's such a young team. But uh, you have, you know, the familiarity, you know, with, you know, I think I saw you playing a little bit with Kyle Calamaris uh, at last practice, for example. He's a guy that you'll know well. Obviously, Dave Sato, you know, Rocky Bird, like, you know, Cypress, Smith, Davis, like the list kind of goes on, Hunks and the D and the D and Palmarine and, you know, the list goes on and on of these guys that, that we could name that you have some chemistry with already is a little bit of a different feel because obviously first year you were a rookie, last year you're coming in, you know, uh, you know, as a new guy trying to find your footing. Is it a little bit different in terms of, you know, how you ramp yourself up, how you get yourself ready, knowing that you have a little bit more chemistry right away? Um, yeah, you know, like all those guys you listed, you know, I'm really excited to kind of go into the year with them. You know, I think we have a great group, uh, you know, in general, you know, especially the older guys, the leadership squad. Um, so I'm really excited to kind of see how, you know, what kind of lines click and, and how that all plays out. But, uh, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to just see, you know, how the, how the year ends up going. And I mean, it's, it's hard to say now what, you know, what's going to happen and which guys are going to work well together, but I think we got a really good group of guys this year, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, every, you know, there's that old saying, right, where you, it's all well and good, you have a plan until you get hit in the mouth kind of thing, and then it <laughs> all goes out the window. So every, Brett, just like every coach around the SJ, like every league, you know, has his plans and his visions about what lines might look like and combinations and whatever, and it's all going to be shot to pieces probably by October. Usually <laughs> that's the way it goes, unless you're the Battle for the North Stars like last year where they just kind of steamroll all year long, but... You know, usually, usually that doesn't happen. Um, but you know, I, again, I, I got to ask you as well. You know, guys move on. You know, obviously, you know, you talked about being uh, best buds with Dane Proby, and and I understand he's you know moved down there already and and ready to go. And we've talked about how you know, but you cherished uh, your time you know playing with him. Uh, I guess just talk about uh, you know how much you've been in touch with him. What kind of thoughts you know he's shared with you in terms of. Um, you know, taking a, a big, really big leadership role this year because obviously Dane was a big part of the, the leadership, you know, last year and and led by example in, in more ways than, than anything, I think. But uh, uh, 
you know, since day one when he was on campus, you know, he was kind of just running and running forever and, <laughs> and, you know, doing a great job in the, in the fitness areas and, and everything and just caring about his teammates and caring about this club. You know, what has he kind of shared with you about, uh, you know, what he meant and, and how kind of legacy he wanted to leave himself here and how, what kind of legacy you want to kind of leave here too? Um, yeah, no, that's a, that's a good question. I'm uh, doing one of those once in a while, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, obviously, you know, I've been, been in touch with Dana lots. So, you know, he's curious to, to kind of hear what's going on and stuff and uh, how all the boys are doing. Um, you know, I think he's living it up in Boston, you know, playing D3 with Wentworth. So really excited to hear about kind of how all that transpires and him with schools. I don't know how well that, that mixes, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure he'll do great. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I think he just wanted to kind of leave the legacy, you know, of hard work and, mm -hmm. you know, putting in that extra effort, um, you know, in the gym and just kind of pushing his teammates. You know, he was always, you know, going to help everyone out. And if, if someone was struggling, you know, he'd talk to you, you know, get you kind of get you riled up and, um, you know, make sure that you're going to be the best version of yourself for that for that game or practice or whatever it might be. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously a little a little sad that he's not coming back mm -hmm. here to join us this year. Uh, Same. Um, but no, he he definitely uh, needed to move on. He had a really cool opportunity um, to head to Boston, so don't don't really blame him for that one. But uh, but yeah, just just for me, you know, I just my main goals for the year is just to you know get really really close with the boys and you know have a good winning team. You know, I think you know if we're winning and. Um, you know, if the, if the team's succeeding, you know, then mm -hmm. the, the individual personal success will kind of come with that. So um, kind of that's that's the main focus. And, yeah, it'd be really cool to close out the junior career on a on a really solid team. So excited for that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was talking, you know, to some people about my career and no, nobody here listening in cares about my career. But, uh, <laughs> you know, been here for a number of years, not that many playoff games that I've called uh, and you know I'm sure for you too that's something on your mind is you want to kind of feel that pressure cooker and and honestly feel what the dunk feels like when it's a playoff game because <laughs> I heard it, it's crazy it can be pretty spicy I heard it gets, it's awesome it gets intense and uh, and it's a lot of fun so can't wait uh, you know hopefully you guys can can kind of figure that figure that one out just two more questions then uh, just you know throw it all the way back to uh, to sort of the very beginning uh, you know, this whole knife salesman thing, you were talking about it. Uh, I guess what is it about sales and what is it about knives that, uh, that you're so interested in? And, and why, should, uh, why should people go with Cutco specifically? Because I know that's the specific knife you go to. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, knives in particular uh, that, that has my interest. But um, I've really been enjoying the, the aspect of kind of working in sales. Um, you know, as it just kind of... It's, it's kind of like hockey, kind of like sport in a way where you kind of get, you know, get out of it what you put into it. So the harder you work, you kind of get mm -hmm. rewarded. Um, you know, that's just kind of what differentiates it from, you know, work, working a normal job, McDonald's, Dollarama, something like that. Um, and I really like that side of things. And, uh, and yeah, obviously, you know, they're, they're a really great product. You know, I wouldn't be, wouldn't be doing it if I didn't believe in them. You know, we have a bunch at our house. I have a bunch as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's not much more to it, but... Yeah, they're pretty sweet. So for pretty sure, awesome job. for sure. And as I said, uh, does a great job. I use them, uh, use those knives all the time, and uh, very happy with them. As are my folks 
Brett Carson Bayless, one of the very few Notre Dame hounds to ever meet my parents, <laughs> and uh, and he didn't seem to hate the experience. They're which awesome. Is, uh, quite They're a awesome. quite a great thing. Oh, I'll, I'll tell them you said that. That's wonderful. And they, <laughs> I, they haven't gotten too many shout outs on the things I've done either. So <laughs> there, there you, you go. go. Big respect, uh, Mark and Sue Nugabauer. Hello. Uh, last question then. Uh, last question then for you, Bales. You know, it's um, you know always uh, it's always a thing where people say when they come in when they're considering either being traded to or signed by the Notre Dame Hounds. Oh, we got to live in the dorms. You know, oh, it's this, oh, it's that. And then they come here and it seems like to a man, like not everybody, not always going to be the case, but it seems like it it always forms this crazy, deep, tight brotherhood uh, with the guys. And, and most guys end up loving it. And that seems to be one of the big things that guys miss, you know, when they're gone. So, you know, just talk about, you know, how this group is gelling, you know, how you feel like that group dynamic is going and you know also talk about you know now that you're 20 um you know and and i've just it's not just because you're 20 but it seems like you do have a a very strong leadership personality where you do want to bring people in and include people and doesn't matter whether they're you know 06s or 03s or 07s or 03s or i think they're playing in 08 tonight um but uh, just just talk about how that dynamic is going and talk about you know being a, a leader on this team and what that means to you um, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know, kind of your first point, you know, how, how the dorms help a team gel, you know, you, you're basically with the guys, you know, 24 seven and, you know, it's, it, it's awesome. You know, I definitely did, you know, love aspects of, of having a billet family. You know, I had a great billet mm -hmm. family back in Kindersley. You know, they're awesome. Def definitely miss those guys. Um, you know, the dorms, though, you know, you're just spending lots of time, you know, whether it's playing poker, hanging out, playing NHL. Um, but it kind of just forces you to become close as a group and, you know, everyone getting involved and stuff. And um, I think one of the big things that we're kind of focusing on this year is just having, you know, a tight group, you know, not clicky, you know, kind of everyone's involved um, in everything. Um, and because, you know, if you're, if you're best friends with every single guy in that room, you know, then you're going to you know, lay it out for guys and, kind of go that extra mile to, uh, uh, you know, just help the team out and, and sacrifice the body, whatever it might be doing, um, and just really create that winning culture. So I think we're, we're working really hard on that, going to do some other, you know, team building things as the team kind of gets finalized here um, and stuff like that. But, no, the dorms the dorms are a great way to just kind of bond and kind of hyper, hyper speed that process up for sure. For sure. And just, just sort of maybe whether, like, I don't know, I don't think it's, like, finalized or whatever, but... You know whether you wear in a letter or or whatever. I guess just talk about the maybe the, the honor of of uh, you know being a a leader in this new sort of situation for you. Yeah, you know, and honestly, you know, as as Pilks is saying, you know, everyone can be a leader, you know, in their own way, you know, letter or not. Um, you know, especially all the all the veterans coming in here for the second or third year. Um, but you know, it's 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 really just awesome to be kind of be you know one of those older guys that you know hopefully guys can kind of look up to and. You know, ask questions if need be, and um, you know, yeah, just it just feels it feels really cool to kind of be the oldest. And you know, I remember mm -hmm. when I was a little rookie growing up. You know, yeah. I, uh, I I definitely looked up to some of the twenty older nineteen twenty year olds on my team. So it's kind of cool to to be in that position now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Carson, uh, you and I could talk for hours, I'm sure. We have before, we will again, but uh, we got to cut this off. But uh, <laughs> thanks so much for your time, and, uh, and you know, obviously all the best uh, as we get into the season. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Nubzi.